Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by Dodge Motorsports. And powered by Sony's Car Audio. Where we bring you closer to your music. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent. I win the races and I get the money. Crash Gladys. The sassy lassie with the classy jassy. And Statman. What we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law. Here's the freeze. That man, if we can get a finish like we did between the Falcons, the Sea Hags, and the Broncos and the Ravens for the Daytona 500, we're going to have a mad 15 share come Daytona 500 time. A fifth? What the 15? It will never be a 15 share. Never. Come what on, give me some positivity out of the gate, man. Never. Well, I'm, you want you want controversy <laughs> out of the gate? What was it in '79? I don't know. Is that when you paid me the money for it? <laughs> <laughs> that you was bought, apparently their biggest effort, wasn't it? You bought dinner for me. Well, everybody was locked in the house because of the Blizzard. snowstorm. You know, yeah, they, they couldn't go anywhere. So, you know, if we're going to be in so the house. So don't say never if it was at yeah, one time. Well, no, it'll never be 15. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Two hours of, yeah, well, freakdom. Coming up in the show, Max Pappas. Going to give you another Daytona 500 preview. Max Pappas running in the series, running in the race, coming up in a couple of weeks. Of course, the freaks, we're going to be there. Thanks to our good friends at Continental Tire. Also looking for Bam Bam Barsha, who won uh, Supercross race number two in Phoenix. A rookie coming in and winning a Supercross race on the big boy bikes of 450s. It's incredible. This guy's got him a long career ahead of him, as long as he can keep that bike underneath him. Oh, he was so smooth last night. Yeah. He, he was all good. <laughs> yeah, he does have a very long career ahead of him. So we're looking for Barsha to check in with the Speed Freaks and also Brittany Force. Who? Well, yeah, Force. He's got another daughter. Not just Courtney, not just Ashley, but Brittany Force. She's running the Top Fuel Dragster this year, 2013 campaign for Brittany Force, Top Fuel Dragster, NHRA Series. So you've got three funny cars and one fueler. One top fuel, and Brittany Force will be running the top fueler. She's been doing all kinds of testing for a year, and she's campaigning that this year. And we'll hear from Brittany Force here in the Speed Fix Pits. But really, Statman, outside of the Ravens, the Broncos, the Falcons, the Seahawks, the biggest news to come out of sports is Dale Earnhardt Jr. forms a company to produce Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> potato chips. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want that Carolina Spice. Yeah. But that's not his favorite. Oh, oh it's not? No. D- I thought that was his favorite. No. Da- his favorite? Dale Earnhardt Jr., as you know, he owns the bar Whiskey River, even has his own Old West town at Dirty Mo Acres. It's called Whiskey River. But now this the most popular NASCAR driver. What the hell does he want to get into? He wants to get into grub. Start his own brand of potato chips. Earnhardt formed a partnership with the Minnesota Snack Company, KLN Family Brands, to form Dale Jr. Foods. Are you going to be able to buy it anywhere besides Whiskey River? Yeah. The flavors include crispy. Hold on. I would imagine every NASCAR racetrack in all of America will soon be selling these chips. Crispy original, Carolina barbecue, Creole and green onion, and zesty jalapeno. Oh, that's his favorite. Yeah, Dale says he's been been working on this for a while. 
he didn't know it was really that big of a deal until his, his buds kept texting him and blowing him up about they want their bags now. Jalapeno is his favorite crash. And, Stad, I know you're a little bit concerned about that. Very. Yeah. Earnhardt, son of course, Dale Earnhardt Sr. Creole and green onion actually sounds pretty good. That That doesn't sound like any potato chip that I've gotten from anybody else. That sounds wonderful. Barrel of Fun Snacks, who will help distribute this. They distribute through the Midwest, but the Dale Earnhardt Jr. chips will be distributed nationwide beginning in February, the company said. I wonder said. what's going to happen in February. Yeah, right February. around the Daytona 500. <laughs> oh, imagine that. Right around the Daytona works. 500, which leads me into the next big news coming out. And remember, Dale Earnhardt Jr. having a chip company. That's the biggest news to come out of NASCAR this week. So when he gets mad, we can say, do you have a chip on your shoulder? Yay! Hold on now. Whoa. <laughs> Where, I don't even have a... There we go. I wasn't ready for that one. Yeah, I didn't even. Man, I didn't know that was coming. Excuse me while I whip this out. Daytona 500 2013 testing wrapped up, and well, a lot of the drivers, as Statman said during the pre-show meeting, were bitching about it. That's just what drivers do. That's what they do all the time. The track is too smooth. It's too rough. Yeah. The competition is too close. It's not close enough. They like pack racing. They don't like pack racing. They like bump and run. They don't like bump and run. You know, I mean, it, it, whatever it's happens, so the drivers yeah. will complain. Whatever happens. And really where this instability is coming from is, as we know, because of the car tomorrow for the last several years, was, the cars were carbon, coffee, uh, co- carbon copies of each other. Now with the three different makes and models, you have the Toyota, you have the Chevy, and the Ford, they don't match up like they did at one time. They're and that's what they used to complain about, right. is that the cars <laughs> looked alike and they can't tell, and how am I going to tell I'm in a Ford, uh, NASCAR, right. what driver so was that, Statman? They make a, what driver was that you were imitating? Moe's. <laughs> oh, there's a driver named Moe. You son bitch. Moe's Johnson. <laughs> 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 All I got to say is this. Drive the freaking car. So you've had a cookie-cutter car for a while that anybody and their brother could drive when they step out of the womb. Now you got a little bit of an unstable car, and guess what? That's motorsports. That's what puts the talent, or that's what puts the the uh, the effort back into the driver's hands. That's what it's they wanted to do the, with the car. Exactly. They wanted the drivers to drive. Be a driver. And you could get some of those old guys that are 45, 50, 55 get them out of the cars so some of the young guys could come in and drive the car. Driving a loose car, driving an unstable car is what makes the cream rise to the top. And I mean, this, it's, of it's course, is a track like Talladega where it it started out as pack racing and then the last two or three years it became followed, um, tandem racing where you had a partner, where you yeah, had two cars. Racing. And now it's back to what they say is going to be pack races and of course with pack racing you get the accidents you get the huge you get the big ones over and over and over but yeah. hell by the time you finish the race there might not be enough cars on the track to have the big one in those last hundred laps when you know those guys have their balls outside the window in fact some of the them. some of the guys the some of the teams didn't even test on sunday they got scared away after the the big accident friday or they got just wrecked and yeah they got to go back now and rebuild their cars and they're going to wait you know till they have a test in Charlotte. Of course, talking about the accident that happened between Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Marcus Ambrose because of the new instability of the cars. And yeah, it was, kind of, it was kind of the, the big one that happened in testing. That's one of the things new people that get into uh, stock car racing can't get used to the cars being so loose. 
and uh, that was a big problem for uh, Danica. That was the big problem for um, what's the other woman? Juan? No, the Dario? woman that no, the woman that threw the towel at uh, my girlfriend, Milka. Yeah. Funny, I can't. Please remember, hang up. Can't remember my girlfriend's name. <laughs> how can you forget milk and donuts? Jeff Burton knew that this was going to happen. He says that's why he didn't participate in the twenty-car drafting session. He knew that the bumpers not aligning well in the no, tiny fifty-three-inch wide rear spoiler. Speaking of Danica, excuse me, Milka, fifty-three-inch wide rear spoiler that the cars would be unstable if they got to push. Wait a minute, was that a dig at uh, Milka? Not if you like wide. Rear spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> oh, good. No. There will be wrecks at the Daytona 500, Jeff Burton said. I guarantee you that. Well, that's a hell of a guarantee there, Jeff Burton, because there's only been a wreck there every freaking race times five. And I guarantee in the last 100 miles, there will be more than, more than in the first 400. The question is, how bad are the cars going to handle? That's just something we don't know yet. Again, the, the spoiler's different. The front and back bumpers aren't matching up, Statman. That's what they, you know, Burton said there's going to be accidents. Duh. Yeah. There's always an accident at, at Daytona and at wherever the other restrictor plate races. Talladega. Talladega. The cars can't get away from each other. That's the problem. Right. And I hate to bring up another negative about NASCAR at the top of the show, but I don't understand Stat, Crash, Freak Nation, Daytona 500 qualifying. NASCAR returns to traditional format to set the field. Okay, that's fine. But let's see if you can do the math here, Freak Nation. All right, follow me here. The front row, positions one and two, will go to the two fastest drivers from their qualifying runs on February 17th. Positions three through 32 will be set by finishing order in the Budweiser dual qualifying races on February 21st. Drivers who finish in the top 15 in the respective races earn spots in the Daytona 500. And the 16th place driver gets in as long as the top 15 drivers already occupy, occupies one of the two front row spots. Oh, but positions 33 through 36 will go to the drivers who didn't make it through the qualifying races but posted the fastest four speeds in qualifying February 17th. Oh, but then again, there's positions 37 through 42. They'll be awarded as provisionals based on the 2012 owner points. Oh, but Statman, there's 43 cars. Position 43 will be a past champions provisional going to the most recent past champion not yet in the field. If there's no past champion, then the spot will be filled by the next driver eligible based on 2012 owner points. Honestly. Yeah. That makes, that sounds like... What they the hell is that? With, they might end up with Richard Petty. Hey, Richard, go <laughs> suit up. <laughs> Whatever happened to just getting your car out there in the fastest, second fastest, third fastest, and qualifying? That's just how you lined up, okay, bitches. Okay. I agree. That's the way it should be. The absolute fastest 43 drivers should be in the Daytona 500. Screw any provisional or anything. But hold on a second. If we're going to bitch about drivers complaining about, oh, we complain about this, we complain about that. We can't complain that they went back to their old qualifying format when we were dying for that because we hated the top 35 guaranteed spots right. over the last five or six years. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But it's when you want to bring in the peripheral fan and try and explain the rules, it's like sports car racing, the LMS or Grand Am for 2014. I want the first car that comes across the finish line to be the winner of the damn race. Typically, it is. And and and, but don't tell me that there's a, there's another winner within the winner of the winner of the winner of the race. 
Yeah, well, yeah, that's what happened. That's what happened at Sebring last year when they had the World Endurance Championship along with the ALMS. They had some cars that were entered in nine different classes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Supercross in drag racing, IndyCar. Man, the first damn car that comes across the line first is the winner. It took literally two and a half hours to do the uh, the bump and grind in Victory Lane for all the different classes they had. This two, is my feeling. This hours. is my feeling on some sports car racing stat, man, when it comes to trying to figure out who won the damn race. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang old internet, man, you just go on there and point and click, get in there and talk about www.wcom. You got them naked chicks on there, man. You go click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. Now, you think Boom Hour could freaking figure it out? Boom Hour is probably the only one who can figure it out. <laughs> I know you're going to dig this. So I have no idea... Don't ask me, Freak Nation, when you see me at the mall shopping at the Gap trying to get me some G-strings. Gap? Do not, G-strings? Do not ask me about qualifying the Daytona 500. Do they have G-strings at the Gap? I in my Gap, so. they do. In your do? Gap? Called, Obviously, called, in your Gap. <laughs> it's called El Gapo. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> Bottom line is this. What? This, is, this we can all celebrate. The fastest two are on the front row. Yeah. Yay. Well, that's been the case for a I, while. That has been the case forever. And guess what? Let's not complain, because no more guaranteed qualifying spots. All right, the provisionals are back, but no more top 35 absolutely positively guaranteed. But there will always be, I made top 20. It was a great race. Yeah, great race. Crew back at the shop. Yeah, yeah, did a great job. I'm back yeah. crew back at the shop there, guys. You yeah, got top 20 car. Yeah, Freak Nation, are you following us on Twitter, on Facebook? Well, you better be. Facebook.com slash Speed Freaks. And the same for Twitter, Twitter.com slash Speed Freaks. We're right there. You want to get a hold of us immediately? The phone number for you is 8669-FREAKS, 866-937-3257. What would be your flavor of the Dale Earnhardt chip? Think about it. Dale Earnhardt releasing his new chips for 2013. What would be your flavor of the Dale Earnhardt chip? I fought your kind in the Great, Great War. War. <laughs> what the hell is that, Statman? We ain't heard. I, I was thinking about. We ain't heard Boomer in a while. We gotta get. We gotta get all, We gotta get some of those old drops. What have we got here? A <laughs> comedian. Got a few people on Twitter commenting. Jonathan saying, "I'm ready for the Gen Six cars, but drivers drive. Damn it, drive." Matthew saying, not going to worry about that since I still, talk about the qualifying rules, right. since I still see 10-plus starting parkers per race after the Daytona 500. Not a finger! Cody saying, nut up and qualify on speeds. No more gift baskets. And then Jonathan again saying, Daytona 500 qualifying is not that hard to figure out, Kenny. Top 15 in heat race transfer. Jeez. Look at her butt. All right, so that's 32 cars, including, you got two, the, the first two, the fastest qualify on qualifying day. Plus, you've got a race where you can tear up your car, but you got the top 15. So that's 16 and 16. That's 32 out of 43. Now, what are you going to do with the other 11 cars? But you hit on something that's a perfect example, a perfect example of this pack racing. Jimmy Johnson wasn't out there during the big wreck on Friday at Daytona 500 because he had a feeling that that was going to happen. And he didn't want to tear up some of the gear because, remember, these cars are spanking new. They don't have a whole lot of these pieces and parts in the shop. Yeah, exactly.
Sports Radio, redefined. This freaking segment is brought to you by Lucas Oil. You want to extend the life of your car, truck, SUV, motorcycle, or boat? Then do what the speed freaks do. And use Lucas Oil products. Log on to lucasoil.com for more information. Lucas Oil, the official lube of the freak nation. How did Garrick Freitas conquer 534 miles of the most demanding desert conditions to win this year's General Tire Vegas Torino race? Street legal 35-inch grabber tires, that's how. Born from competition, it was the grabber's extreme traction, exceptional off-road grip, and durability that helped freight us to the overall and Class 1500 win at the most grueling and longest off-road race in the U.S. Garrick Freitas depends on General Tire. Shouldn't you? Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Good to go. With gas prices soaring, we have to find a way to make it all work. Our cars, for example. Some serve a purpose. Others... Well, they're for the fun of it. Bottom line, we need to take care of them. Lucas Fuel Saving Motor Oils have special additives for maximum compression and minimum friction. And more importantly these days, better fuel mileage. You work hard for your money. Spend it wisely. Lucas Fuel Saving Motor Oils are available at AutoZone and other fine retailers. Reserve present the advanced auto parts Monster Jam. Brought to you by Wolverine and Shooteria. It's your last chance this year to see 16 of your favorite Monster Jam superstars, including a world champion showdown. See Wolverine, Batman, El Toro Loco, and Grave Digger, driven by Dennis Anderson. And kids' seats are still just 10 bucks. Get your tickets and pit passes at Ticketmaster in the box office. Tickets subject to convenience and heaven charges. All seats, $2 more day of show. February 9th, Angel Stadium. Rain or shine. Get ready to upgrade your car and your phone with Sony's new line of in-dash receivers featuring MirrorLink technology. Control smartphone features and apps directly from the high-res 7-inch touchscreen display. Elevate your mobile experience with Pandora App Control, Sirius XM compatibility, and additional features like Bluetooth, dual USB inputs, and CD-DVD playback. With all this integration, you won't just control your phone, you'll control the ride. Share your style with Sony's newest car audio products. Learn more at sony.com car. Sony, the official car audio and video of Speed Freaks. Love hardwood? Get it for up to 59% less at Lumber Liquidator's Hardwood Flooring Sale. Bellawood Prefinished Brazilian Hardwood is up to 47% less. Prefinished birch, just $169 a square foot. Our best laminates are 20% off are already incredibly low prices. Plus, get special extended financing. Don't miss out. These unheard of deals are available only while supplies last. Hardwood flooring sale is going on now. So visit LumberLiquidators.com or get to your local store today. Alka-Seltzer Plus presents The Cold Truth. I have a cold. I took NyQuil cold and flu, but I'm still stumped up. Well, it may treat many cold symptoms, but it doesn't have a nasal decongestant. Really? Try Alka-Seltzer Plus Night Liquid Gels to relieve your worst cold symptoms, including your stuffy nose. Oh, that sounds much better. And soon, so will you. Alka-Seltzer Plus Night Liquid Gels. Oh, what a relief it is. Use as directed, and save a dollar when you visit Alka-Seltzer on Facebook. Ladies, are any of these symptoms familiar? Weight gain, hot flashes, rapid heartbeat, night sweats? How about fatigue, nausea, low energy? Or what about sleeplessness, low libido, and fat storage, especially around the belly area? If you're a woman over 40 experiencing any of these symptoms, you probably have hormonal imbalance. And until you balance your hormones, it'll be practically impossible to get rid of these problems. But you're in luck because Ambrin is the all-natural formula clinically shown to cause sustained weight loss 
effects in women over 40 with no big change in lifestyle. Ambrin restores hormonal imbalance in women over 40, so the extra pounds fall away and the other symptoms simply disappear. To receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a free 30-day supply, just be one of the first 50 callers right now at 1-800-525-2563. Free supplies are limited, so be one of the first callers right now at 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. This freaking segment is brought to you by General Tire, the company behind the tough, extreme terrain General Grabber Tire for all you light truck and SUV owners who like to exceed the limits. Because with General Tires, anywhere is possible. General Tire, the official tire of Speed Freaks. Kenny Sargent, Statman, Crash Gladys. Now we're joined by a guy who we, we didn't expect to see here, but come to think about it, it's a good reason that he's here. The guys, run this. Heck yeah, he's won it. And he's Let's won not it. talk about running. Let's talk about winning. It's good to right. get it's good to get AJ Foyt back on Speed Freaks. And AJ, you see what you see the competition that's out there now. You as a young twenty something, could you go out there and kick those guys' ass like you did back in the day? Well, there's no way I can prove it, but I think I'd have been pretty competitive. But with your attitude and the, and the things that you saw at a driver that age, you could you could actually compete with these younger guys that have a, more idea of the, of the technology that's in that car nowadays. <clears throat> well, it's a lot more. You know, you got so much computer stuff that tells you everything. Where before you by the your pants, you know, the bottom of your seat, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, driving. But uh, you know, things change. You know, it's like everything else. And you know, if I'd be back twenty, I, I think I could run with them. But hasn't that spoiled kids today? They've got the computers to tell them what's really good with the car. They didn't come up with the dirt track background, let's say, that you did. At least not all of them. Well, some of them did. And, you know, towards the end there, you know, we had the computer stuff. But it does make it a little bit easier because it tells you what you're doing wrong. And when you come in with your chief mechanic and all that, the mechanic kind of knows the mistakes you were making and try to help you correct them where before it's just you and him talking so it's a big difference today i'll never forget back in my early day i worked with dick simon racing a couple of years and i remember when i believe it was lynn st james was with him and she swore to the guys hey i was flat out around indy and they go no you weren't look at this telemetry well i had a couple drivers drove me that and i says well it looks like the computers make a mistake, but when you're flat out, it's a straight line. But when you back off, it comes off. So I've had that a couple of times, people. You know, a driver, a championship driver like yourself always says, I can win, whether that's the truth or not. Have you been able to make that transition from driver to owner and bring that same aggression and attitude, winning attitude to the owner's chair? Well, to a point, yeah. I mean, it's just a lot of it today is – it's a combination of the whole team mixing, you know. It's uh, kind of like when I drove for Big Naughty, we was unbeatable. And then I went off and drove some other people. We sit up front, but we kept blowing up. 
went back home and started winning again. So it's all a combination. It's not just one person. It's got to be a, all a team effort. Have you been able to follow? You're an IndyCar most of the time now. You've been able to follow the sports car merger talks, and what do you? What's your opinion on that? Well, you know, I never did run that many sports cars all my whole career because the time I went over and was co-driver with uh, Dan Gurney, you know, we sat on the front and led the race 23 and a half hours. Been invited back many times, even before I retired. And I said, I went over as a rookie, come back a winner. I have nothing to prove. <laughs> so I never went back over there. You know, it was a great race. And uh, I just never run that much. And a couple times when my daddy was in the hospital dying, Mr. Franz called me two or three times about coming here the 24-hour race. I would have never came here. And fortunate enough, you know, we won the race here a couple times. So, you know, I never was too much in uh, sports car driving. I was mainly midgets and sprints and stock cars. One of the guys asked you, A.J. Foyt, legend, about whether or not American racing should have anything to do with the ACO with Le Mans and the international racing. You didn't want to answer that. I'm going to ask you the same question again. Well, do you think we ought to be associated with that well, kind of I'd say nothing with being associated nothing wrong with that but at the same time uh they're going to have their rules you're going to have your and it'd be hard for me to comment it'd be better for somebody that's in it full time which i'm not you know i'm just like today i'm here as a spectator and i suppose to have been here last year's grand marshal and if you recall i was kind of hurting pretty good in the hospital so i'm glad to be here i'm a lot better today than i was a year ago aj Foyt joins us on speed freaks and aj i grew up just north of dallas and really all we had was drag racing and those old noisy sprint cars at buffalo speedway outside of i-35 and i really wasn't exposed to indycar or stock cars and i know where you were raised once you once you got outside those sprint cars, how did how did your mind expand into other series and really start to understand IndyCar well, and stock I, cars? When I left Houston, like you say, you know, we run the midgets and stock cars around there, and then I went on the circuit with USAC, you know, the midget circuit, and then went IMCA and I run won a big race at Salem. So Jimmy Brandon won the championship three times, and Al Dean had seen me run the high banks and. They said anybody crazy enough to win on the banks would run good at Indy. So that's how they picked me up, and uh, I just continued on from there, you know. So so was the Indy 500 a dream for this old kid in Houston? It really was. I think in my lifetime that was a dream, just being good enough to qualify for the race and then be lucky enough to win it once, you know, that was great. But was, once, but, but did mama, four times. But did Mama ever say, A.J., you're not going to run in that in that dangerous race? No, no. After I got up, you know, my mother didn't say nothing. The only thing, when I was very young, my daddy had to sign a release. And Jim Greer, you've probably seen him on my car for years, but like my second daddy, all she said, if something happens that boy, I'm going to kill both of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. you, you had to have a minor's release. <laughs> and, and, and on that note, we know people are pulling you to get out of here and go do more interviews. Thank you for stopping by and being a part of the Speed Freaks. Enjoyed being part of it, and I'm glad to see the weather so nice. The Freaks. Hey, man, before the Daytona 24 hours this weekend, we caught up with driving teammates for at least this weekend, IndyCar champion and three-time Indy 500 winner, Dario Franchitti and Daytona 500 winner Jamie McMurray. These guys blast each other with practical jokes and insults all weekend. In fact, during this interview, Jamie's ride was being hijacked. Jamie McMurray's golf cart is getting towed. (laughs) That's our lift home. 
Oh, no. <laughs> you don't have any worries like that, getting things towed here at the track, Dario Franchitti? Oh, yes, you do. They, they tell not. I don't have the pool that McMurray's got here, and his has just been towed. But we, we came in here yesterday, two days ago, actually, and we were kind of in a convoy from the airport, and he gets waved through the gate. Like, you know, it's like the Queen at Buckingham Palace, and the guy stands in front of me and stops me. He's like, where's your pass? I said, well, here's my hard card. Well, you haven't got a, you haven't got a pass on your car. I said, well, neither was he in front. Yeah, he did. I said, I can guarantee you he didn't because he came off the same plane as I did. Well, he's Jamie McMurray. Okay. It's like, ow. Yeah. My head's Daytona. This is Jamie's, this is Jamie's house. So, uh, yeah, that was a little, little, you know, a little wake-up call, and who's the boss? Dario Franchitti, you can be the boss, depending on what series it is. Well, not at Daytona, though, apparently. Apparently, no, but that's okay. <laughs> when, you, when you come into a place like this is is religious to some people, just like IMS. Is it different for you as a driver versus a fan from when you walk in here, the way the way I look at it versus what how you look at it? I've been here as a fan. I, I came here, first of all, as a fan in the 99. I think McNish was racing a triple three. So I came here as a fan and, and stood, sat in the grandstands at three o'clock in the morning and all that stuff. So it was bloody cold, actually. Um, to come, I've never really been to India as a fan yet, and I'm looking forward to that when I retire and showing up and just seeing the whole event and how it all works. But I think when, as drivers, when we shop at these places, there is that moment as you walk in that you are, you're just a fan. By that, I mean you're not a competitor. Just for that minute, you are a fan. And you're like, wow, and it takes your breath away. I was at India two weeks ago getting my medical done, and I drove in, and it kind of, I got that, wow. And then it's then you're back to business, you know, and especially when you're competing there. You, you have that moment of, wow, we're back at Indy, and th- those emotions, and then then it's back to business. Dario Franchitti joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Crasher. Okay, if you're a fan at IMS, what's your first thing, snake pit or just the grandstands in the front straightaway? You're talking me when I, when I, when I show up there as a fan? Oh, well, I've got going to have my Scottish friends there, and they come to every... 500 with me they've just organized a trip uh, for this year so look out for the guys in the kilts but I think snake pit I think I've got to do a bit of snake pit and then uh, you know then we'll go to turn one and and all that stuff and uh, I'll go find the people that booed me last year and and, uh, sort that out (laughs) now Jamie McMurray joins Dario Franchitti here in the Speed Freaks Pits and Jamie when you're doing interviews you know, a nice, serious interview, and then Dario Franchitti gets behind the camera and starts making faces. That's got to be pretty brutal. Yeah, ironically, I was talking about my faith in God when Dario was doing uh, doing those faces, and the cameraman didn't find it near as humorous as I did. But uh, He was very serious, wasn't he? Was, he, was, he, was, uh, he was extremely serious, but you have to have fun when you do this. We're together a lot, and uh, Dario is always a really good time, so... I kind of knew what was coming. When I saw him coming around the corner, I'm like, this isn't going to be good because I have to be really serious at this point. And I have Dario. What were you doing, Dario? <laughs> um, I was, uh, what was I doing? I don't know. <laughs> tongue in cheek, I think, would be the be best way to put it. It was very tongue in cheek, yes. <laughs> but isn't that part of part of having teammates, and especially in a race like this, you've got to be able to, to be able to kick it up and have some fun with each other, right? Oh, yeah. We, we had a good time last night. We went to uh, Jimmy took us to this bar that sold wings local hangout local hangout and uh, I think as we walked in he said something like you're never going to have seen somewhere like this before it was great and then we went to Krispy Kreme for uh, dessert Dario got his first hot now donuts you ever had a hot now never had a hot now donut no, it, uh, it's it's crazy. They, they have a sign in the front of the store, and when they're making the donuts, it says hot now, and so you get it, like, literally right out of the, the fryer. And Dario was, like, not going to eat one, and he took a bite, and I wish I could have taken a picture of his face. He's like, oh. 
committed now. He likes it. There goes my diet. Damn. <laughs> now, apparently you run Daytona, according to Dario, because he was a little mad that he got stopped, even with his hard card, yet you just breeze right through this place. Well, the funny part about that is I had a parking pass and he didn't, but he thought oh, it was just did. because... No, I did have a parking I had a parking pass. Really? How... What, did it just, you know, appear in your car? I don't know how I got in there, but I had a parking pass. Whatever, McMurray, whatever. They were stopping Dario for that hair job, is what the deal was. Oh, whatever. So, Dixon and I, we go to the rental car. We pull up, and the the cars are lined up. Charlie Kimball's got some, like, micro car. Dixie and I have got these two mid-size rental wrecks with 28,000 miles on them. Jamie Max got his uh, what do you call that thing? Suburban. Suburban. Ours are all covered in grime and crap. Jamie's is all polished up. I tell you, it's good to be Jamie McMurray in Daytona. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I'd like to be Dario Franchitti. Because both of you have won the biggest race in your respective series, and it's something you carry around for the rest of your life, though. So, that, and when you walk into your crib, which is Daytona, Jamie, there's there's a little bit of prestige with that. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this, though, like, since I'm doing this interview with Dario, probably the coolest photo that I have in, in my house and that I'll ever have is the day after Dario won the Indy 500 in 2010. Um, they they had both of the large-sized trophies taken to Indy, and we did a picture with Chip and Dario and I with our trophies on each side winning that race in the same day. So one of the coolest pictures I think that I'll ever have. Let's go back to the Krispy Kreme for both of you. <laughs> enough of this, enough of the racing. Let's go back to the Krispy Kreme. You eat one of those, that amounts to how much time on the racetrack? I don't care. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we didn't really do a calorie count on uh, on our Krispy Kremes last night. Whoa, 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 hang on. There's only 110 calories in one of these things. Don't worry. Does that ring a bell? <laughs> that came from Scott Dixon, not for me. <laughs> That was not for me. Yeah, yeah. Australians are known to lie. He's he's from New Zealand, mate. Same thing if you're from America, right? I mean, that that came from Jamie McMurray. A NASCAR answer, if there ever was one. That's like telling Dario, you know, England, Scotland, same thing. Same thing. Yeah. I thought you were from Ireland, right? McMurray. Was there ever a Scotsman? His name McMurray. Come on. <laughs> Actually, he is definitely Scottish because every every dollar is a prisoner with this dude. It's awesome. <laughs> every and of course, Jamie McMurray and Dario Franchitti shooting the S with the freaks. That was a lot of fun. You know, I mean, these guys were you know just enjoying each other, and it's kind of a busman's holiday for both. Neither one of them are sports car drivers, and they're having a good time. What does a World Series pitcher do for excitement at the Daytona 24 Hours race? How does he pay his bills in the offseason? And what about these mouse guys he pitches to? Yep, that's next in the Freak Nation. It was 1989, my thoughts were short, my hair was long. Caught somewhere between a boy and man. She was 17 and she was far from in between. It was summertime in northern Michigan. Motorsports Radio, redefined. 
This freaking segment is brought to you by Fat Heads, the only eyewear for men with all sizes of heads. Pick a pair up now at Walmart Vision Centers or on their website at fatheads.com and include the coupon Speed Freaks for 25% off. That's Fat Heads with a Z. Fat Heads, the official eyewear of Speed Freaks. Champions right here. Monster Energy AMA Supercross and FIM World Championship. Brought to you locally by Metro PCS featuring Toyota, the official vehicle of Supercross. As the gate drops in a new year, Supercross's top contenders return to Cowboy Stadium. All kids' seats are still just half price. At the box office, participating Yamaha dealers and Ticketmaster. Tickets subject to convenience and handling charges. Monster Energy Supercross. February 16th at Cowboy Stadium. Champions become legends here. Get ready to upgrade your car and your phone with Sony's new line of in-dash receivers featuring MirrorLink technology. Control smartphone features and apps directly from the high-res 7-inch touchscreen display. Elevate your mobile experience with Pandora App Control, Sirius XM compatibility, and additional features like Bluetooth, dual USB inputs, and CD DVD playback. With all this integration, you won't just control your phone, you'll control the ride. Share your style with Sony's newest car audio products. Learn more at Sony.com car. Sony, the official car audio and video of Speed Freaks. The automobile is different as the people that drive them. But as unique and important to each, they only need one automatic transmission fluid. Lucas. Lucas Multi-Vehicle Automatic Transmission Fluid was developed to enhance transmission performance and longevity on a wide variety of vehicles. In a world that is so complex, with Lucas Multi-Vehicle ATF, it's nice to know that taking care of your car doesn't have to be. Available at quality automotive parts retailers nationwide. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help you get where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tell us how you're exceeding the limits on Facebook and Twitter, because with General Tire, Anywhere is possible. If you haven't tuned in to MAV-TV lately, you don't know what you're missing. With a fresh lineup of original programming featuring movies, action, lifestyle, comedy, and more, MAV-TV is geared up to deliver excitement the whole family can enjoy. Whether you're a motorhead, travel enthusiast, movie buff, or anything in between, MAV-TV is your new home for great programming. Stop by the MAV-TV booth in an event near you to request MAV from your provider or visit MAVTV.com. MAV-TV, American real. Love hardwood? Get it for up to 59% less at Lumber Liquidator's Hardwood Flooring Sale. Bellawood prefinished Brazilian hardwood is up to 47% less. Prefinished birch, just $169 a square foot. Our best laminates are 20% off are already incredibly low prices. Plus, get special extended financing. Don't miss out. These unheard of deals are available only while supplies last. Hardwood flooring sale is going on now. So visit LumberLiquidators.com or get to your local store today. Ladies, are any of these symptoms familiar? Weight gain, hot flashes, rapid heartbeat, night sweats? How about fatigue, nausea, low energy? Or what about sleeplessness, low libido, and fat storage, especially around the belly area? If you're a woman over 40 experiencing any of these symptoms, you probably have hormonal imbalance. And until you balance your hormones, it'll be practically impossible to get rid of these problems. But you're in luck because Amberin is the all-natural formula clinically shown to cause sustained weight loss in women over 40 with no big change in lifestyle. Amberin restores hormonal imbalance in women over 40, so the extra pounds fall away and the other symptoms simply disappear. 
To receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a free 30-day supply, just be one of the first 50 callers right now at 1-800-525-2563. Free supplies are limited, so be one of the first callers right now at 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. This freaking segment is brought to you by MAV-TV, a fresh lineup of original programming featuring movies, action, lifestyle, comedy, and more. MAV-TV is geared up to deliver excitement the whole family can enjoy. Log on to MAVTV.com to request MAV-TV in your home. MAV-TV, American Real. Again, Freak Nation, we can't thank Continental Tire enough about allowing us to come in and be a part of the Daytona 24 hours like we did. We caught up with so many drivers, so many team owners, from A.J. Foyt to C.J. Wilson. That's just how we roll. In fact, C.J. Wilson, World Series lefty, formerly with the Texas Rangers and now, of course, with the Angels, has a sports car team which ran in Daytona prior to the Daytona 24 hours. We spent a long time with the guy prior to the 24 hours race, and to use a baseball term, we sprayed it to all fields. It was so good that we'll break it down to two interviews for you. That's just how we have to do this. We'll break C.J. Wilson down to two interviews. And out of the gate, I asked about other pro athletes in motorsports. C.J., why don't more athletes with your kind of cake own more race teams? I think it's just familiarity. You know, I grew up around racing. My dad was on a pit crew for a dirt track midget team when I was a kid. So I used to go to Ascot and Riverside and, you know, all those tracks and stuff in Southern California. And I was getting amped up about racing. So I you know, did some go-karting and got into racing myself. But I think a lot of guys, they like golf. They like the relaxing thing. Golf, to me, is not relaxing. It's frustrating. Race cars are awesome. So I just like the adrenaline, the speed, and all that. And that's really how I got into it. But some guys, they're terrified of going fast. They don't want to hurt themselves or something. And so anything associated with it they see is sort of taboo. But you can't really call racing relaxing, or can you? Well, 24-hour races are a little bit more relaxing. You know, you get the monotonous hum of the engines kind of through each corner. But, no, I mean, it, it's something that I feel just it speaks to me. You know, racing, especially when you're in the car, there's all the harmonics of the engine and the other cars and stuff like that. It becomes a zen experience. It might not be relaxing, but you're at your best. You're focused. It's kind of like a martial art where it's like, you know, when you're really balanced and you're doing it right, it is kind of like something that, speaks to you on a deeper level and if anybody's done it or been around it then they know but the people that haven't they're just like don't you just push the gas pedal oh i can't stand that don't y'all just just go fast but that's why when you just said a zen experience it it, it's 180 degrees of what you just what you said there oh don't you guys just go fast however it is hypnotic to other people that are in motorsports yeah it is it's i mean it's it's kind of like uh it's an acquired taste obviously but once you have it you just never get rid of it. It's always in your blood. And I feel like that's something that, you know, it's cool because we, we're a development team. You know, we have young kids come through and they win a prize or something like that with the Mazda Teen Challenge. And then they come in the MX-5 Cup and then they try to race their way up into Grand Am. And so you see these kids that are, you know, 16 years old, 18 years old, whatever, and they're kind of working their way up to be professional drivers. They want to be the next Tony Stewart or the next, you know, Dario Franchitti or something like that. And that that's fun for me to watch because professional athlete to aspiring professional athlete i can relate to them and say hey i was in your shoes i was in the college or the minor leagues and i know the fire that burns inside you that, to get to the next level and it's wait, fun. wait a minute cj wilson <laughs> we're sitting here listening to you talk about zen and talk about all this stuff you're a guy that stands on a hill 
60 feet away from some insane people with a stick that want to knock the ball off my your, face off your face <laughs> yeah and then bounce it into the third row of the stands yep you know about pressure what's the zen thing happening in the racetrack <laughs> well that's what it is though like you know senna Ayrton senna who's i'm one of my favorite drivers of all time and uh, you know, I've read all of his literature, all of his books and stuff like that. And he says, you know, pressure is something that you create with yourself. So if you're able to actually isolate yourself and kind of put yourself in a bubble, like the Zen bubble, for instance, then it's just you in the car and you're out there trying to become, you know, one with the limit. And that's really what it's about at, at its at its deep core. That's really what I mean, it's easier for him to say because he was never running in the mid pack. He was always in front of everybody else. <laughs> So he's like just running qualifying laps the whole time with nobody in front of him. But, um, you know, for some of us mid-packers, the challenge of staying calm in the midst of having to make all these decisions, and it's the split-second decisions that really make the difference between a guy that's going to fly off the track or crash or make the amazing pass. Now, I heard Colin Kaepernick, the, the 49ers quarterback, said that pressure comes when you're not prepared. Right. You kind of agree with that? It sounds like that's what you're saying. If you prepared the race or you're prepared to throw a 90-mile-an-hour fastball, it's no pressure. You just do it. Right. It's the, the actual game or the race is the reward for all the preparation and the hours and hours that you've put in. I mean, for us as baseball players, we're watching video, you know, we're working out, we're playing long toss, we're running. It always towards this discipline of winning the game or making that one perfect pitch over and over and over again. And in the race, it's the same thing. You, you do your time in the simulator, you do your training, you eat well, you sleep well. Um, no, but it, it is very similar. There's a lot of similarities in between baseball and, you know, motorsports and really kind of any two things that are at the top level. If you're a professional heart surgeon, you have to deal with stress and pressure and the fear of failure just the same way you do if you're racing the Indy 500 or, you know, NASCAR or anything else. Now, when you listen, let me slip one more in here. Uh, C.J. Wilson, when you're on the mound pitching, do you ever think about racing and vice versa when you're coming out of a turn, going out the banking at Daytona? Do you ever think about throwing a fastball past, uh, I don't know, I, don't, I want to say Barry Bonds, but he's not out there anymore. I, I used to think about that, yeah. I, used to be like, <laughs> I never got to face Barry Bonds, which is kind of a bummer. Um, I got to face a lot of the other guys at the end of their, you know, that era. Who's the guy that makes you afraid now? There's nobody. See, it's funny because it's like the little guys. It's like the guys that just like slap the ball. Those are the dudes that the little mouse guys. Yeah, that, those guys. The, me the Kinslers. <laughs> no, because no, because Kinsler's trying to go deep, so it's different. Like you know, if you throw it down the middle, he can he can launch one over the stands. But if you make a good pitch, he's still trying to launch one. So he's not going to go up there and bunt. But the guy like Ichiro. If if there was a right-handed Ichiro, because Ichiro is lefty, so I get him out okay. Yeah. But a right-handed Ichiro. What did oh you just say? God. What did you just say? I get him out okay. Yes! So we're gonna we're gonna put that we're gonna put that online. And you know, like for instance, like like Sean Figgins when I first came up to the majors, he was like a right-handed Ichiro. He stole fifty or sixty bases a year, and he batted right-handed. He would just like kind of slap the ball through the infield and then get on first base and jump around and then like try to steal second. And he it was so like he owned me. I couldn't get him out. And then I was like, you know what? I need to try something totally different. So I just started looping these huge curveballs in there, and then he would be like, uh, and he you know I made him supply all the power, and then it, it kind of took his his advantage away. And that's baseball is a game of adjustments in the same way that racing is. You know, you have to. Some guys are particularly good in one part of the track, or their cars are good at one particular track. And for us, obviously, we're racing Mazda MX-5s, not V8s. You know, something like that where we're just going to stomp on the pedal. So tracks that require a little bit more finesse, like Barber or Mazda Raceway, those are the tracks where our car shines. In the same sense that 
you know, all these manufacturers are different. And it's all about momentum. You it have, is, Once yeah. you get out of the gas, it might take you half a lap to get back to that speed. Right, because there's no turbo boost like on Mario Kart, you know, so you have to kind of, <laughs> you have to really kind of keep it, keep it wound up. But, you know, it, it's really rewarding for me because I'm, I'm trying to develop something right now, a corporate culture within the team that's positive, and we develop the drivers and stuff. And hopefully we can continue to grow and develop and grow and develop until we're at that top echelon, you know, the running the Daytona 24-hour for a, a class win or Le Mans for a class win or something like that. See, the season starts up, all right, you've got spring training, you've got April. Have you been collecting any paychecks from November to, what, February, March? No, we only get paid during the season. So we get two, pay- oh, wow. we get two paychecks a month during the season. So it's like getting, you know, we... You have to kind of be the squirrel that hides the acorns, you know, <laughs> especially when you have the hobbies like I do. A lot of guys, they have – it's really funny. They have a they have an in-house accountant, which is what I like to call the, the wife that doesn't work. And then the um, – so what they do is, you know, the wife – a lot of the guys some, – some of the guys aren't that good with money. Some guys are. You know, some guys – the guys that are good with money, they do investments and they're kind of – you know, they do some stuff going on. But otherwise, the wife is like, you can't get a new car or you can't do this. And so people will be like – Dude, how'd you get this car? Like, I mean, how'd you? I'm like, I don't have an. In, I'm, I'm I'm my own accountant, you know. I'm like, <laughs> no one's telling me what to do, so it's kind of funny. But I, I've had to, you know, learn some lessons with that, and it's it's been, you know, a couple of years of uh, where I was like, oh man, hey, when's April fifteenth coming up? I need that paycheck. So <laughs> tax you know, day, is tax day. First? Well, yeah, it's like it's kind of ironic. You have to pay taxes and get your paycheck at the same time. So. Statman, you are, of course, with C.J. Wilson from the Los Angeles Angels. You are now a C.J. Wilson fan, aren't you? Without question, especially a guy who likes to race a car as well as throw 90-mile-an-hour fastballs. Yeah. C.J. Wilson here in the Speed Freaks Pits, and we will continue with part two. Part deux. <laughs> part deux here in the Speed Freaks Pits. And coming up at 820 Pacific, your Statman's Gap, where he just says, what would you say? Get out, shut Just up. Shut up. Just shut shut up. up. And Mr. Villapoto. Next, C.J. Wilson throws heat at steroid users in pro sports, has secret signs for Josh Hamilton and Derek Jeter. And what about that batter's hand he broke a couple of years ago? Who? Well, C.J. answers all that next the Freak's Pits. Sports Radio, redefined. Everyone likes a Sunday morning drive, especially when you can try something different. With Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, your car's power steering will perform like new. It stops leaks, noises, and hard spots. Just one bottle of Lucas Stop Leak makes every drive a little more, uh, blessed. Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. You're a little late, Doreen. Tacky. Got a little sidetracked. It's granny approved for cars and trucks. So you want to lose weight, huh? Tell me about it. Hey, it's Crash Gladys. I live on the road and find it hard to eat, clean, and stay fit. But I've created an accountability group to help me do just that. And I need you to join me. Go now. Sign up for free. Racetobefit.com. Join my team. Let's help each other to eat right, work out, and have fun. I need you to hold me to my goals, and I bet you need me to do the same. I'm a P90X certified trainer, but I can still find excuses to not work out. Let's do this together. Racetobefit.com. P90X, Insanity, Turbo Fire, Shakeology, and more. Racetobefit.com. How did Garrick Freitas conquer five? 
534 miles of the most demanding desert conditions to win this year's General Tire Vegas to Reno race? Street legal 35-inch grabber tires, that's how. Born from competition, it was the grabber's extreme traction, exceptional off-road grip, and durability that helped freight us to the overall and Class 1500 win at the most grueling and longest off-road race in the U.S. Garrick Freitas depends on General Tire. Shouldn't you? Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Not all of you can be sporting the fine petite body of the one Crash Gladys. In fact, some of you guys got heads the size of big heads. That's why you should be wearing Fat Heads sunglasses. That's Fat Heads with a Z. Don't f*** around with those other high-priced, underperforming models. Get yourself some Fat Heads and look a little classy. Go to the website, fatheads.com, and drop in the code SPEEDFREAKS, and they're going to knock off 25% of your purchase. So get yourself some Fat Heads at fatheads.com or at Walmart. Fat Heads, the official eyewear the freaks. Lori, can you believe it's our eighth season of doing donuts on Race Talk Radio? Doesn't feel like a day over 20 years. All the fans' favorite racetalkradio.com shows are coming back. All we're missing is a clever slogan for the new year. Do you have any ideas? Okay, how about this? Racetalkradio.com, holding Lori Monroe hostage since 2006. Now that's a catchy slogan. From NASCAR to the grassroots, Race Talk Radio is also the online home for the speed freaks every Sunday night. Enter the next generation of TV programming. The all-new MAV-TV delivers a fresh lineup of original programming featuring nail-biting action sports, heart-pounding motorsports, exotic travel destinations, side-splitting comedy, and an impressive lineup of modern-day movie hits and Hollywood classics. MAV-TV delivers a variety of content that you won't want to miss. So stop by the MAV-TV booth at an event near you to request MAV from your provider or visit MAVTV.com. MAV-TV. American Real. Folks, you remember why it's so crucial to have access to travel assistance on every trip, right? Well, if you're like me, you have OnCall International. On the line is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Mike, why is membership with OnCall International so important? Rudy, OnCall International is a trusted leader in emergency evacuations. We offer medical evacuation to the hospital of your choice. We cover any trip beyond 50 miles from home. And we offer plans to fit every budget or need. Save 30% off your membership today with the code MAXA30 at OnCallInternational.com. Love hardwood? Get it for up to 59% less at Lumber Liquidator's Hardwood Flooring Sale. Bellawood prefinished Brazilian hardwood is up to 47% less. Prefinished birch, just $169 a square foot. Our best laminates are 20% off our already incredibly low prices. Plus, get special extended financing. Don't miss out. These unheard of deals are available only while supplies last. Hardwood flooring sale is going on now. So visit LumberLiquidators.com or get to your local store today. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by Dodge Motorsports and powered by Sony's Car Audio, where we bring you closer to your music. It's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio Redefined, with Kenny Sargent. He has been known to bring bad luck to many races. Crash Gladys. You gotta change your bed. And Scatman. Don't play with yourself. Here's the Freaks. Welcome back, Freak Nation. 
following us on Facebook and Twitter, and of course at speedfreaks.tv. Check it out, man. Got your new website up there. New redesign of the Freak Nation. And what'd you say, Statman? 20 plus new interviews from the Daytona 24 hours? About 24, 23, 24, yeah. And not just guys. Yeah. I mean, legend. What's it? Legendous. Legendous. Yeah. I mean, huge names. A. A guy that, when we posted his interview on Twitter and Facebook and on our website, Statman got numerous hits. Of course, A.J. Fort. Yeah, without question. He yeah. walked in the room, commands presence. Yeah. Took time. You know, this could have been his theme song back in the 60s, Hell on Wheels. Yeah. Everybody who's ever ran against him knows that he was one of the best. In fact, he said... He told us that there's no way he could prove it, but he thinks he can still be competitive. <laughs> oh, he right. could. Heck, he's yep. still competitive in a boxing ring. What, not even 10 years ago? Or yeah, I guess it was a little more than 10 years ago. It was 97 when he decked Ari Lyon. That was kind of like, a, like an old man tackle hit. You know? Yeah, I don't think anybody, anybody in racing will take him on yeah. at this moment. Coming up at 820, Statman just tells a few folks. And he's probably asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Statman tells a few folks in his Statman scat just to shut the hell up. And in about 23 minutes, your two-time 2013 Supercross winner and two-time Supercross champion, Ryan Villapoto, will join us in here. We have three pair of Supercross tickets to give away to Anaheim 3 also coming up. And we get back to the C.J. Wilson interview where we spent some time with the World Series lefty and during the Daytona 24 Hours weekend – you know, he's sinking some sizable change into a race team that looks like it's about to blow up. Some inside information that we're getting here in the Freak Nation. Now, of course, we talk some baseball, including steroids, his chin music for dudes hugging the plate, and his new roomie, Josh Hamilton. When you saw that Josh <laughs> is coming to the Angels, you be, you're kind of a different breed, though, CJ, where I would think that maybe maybe you thought, I'm ambidextrous, that's correct. Yeah, true. Now, Josh, now, you, Josh can't, coming to the now you can't pitch to the guy. Right. But you're a competitor. Did it? Don't you enjoy p- throwing against guys like that? Yeah, I do actually. I mean, the guy, the big guys, I like going up against Miguel Cabrera. And it's funny because when you're facing a guy like that, within the game, there's this little like wink that happens, or a little bit of like a kind of you, you kind of kick the, the mound with your foot like a bowl, and you kind of like look at him and give him like the sup nod, like what's up? <laughs> and they're like, okay, and the if sup he, nod. And it's funny because one of the first guys that that happened with was Johnny Damon. And like Johnny Damon and Derek Jeter always kind of like acknowledge you when they get in the box. They I wish people could see this, but they sort of dig in and they're kinda of like look at you and they're kinda of like, Hey buddy, you know, they like don't hit me in the face, okay, I'm pretty. And then they kinda of get in there and wiggle around. And um, I, w- I walked Derek Jeter one time on a pitch that was a strike, and he knew it was a strike, and he's standing on first base, and he was like, like that, you know? Like, <laughs> like the umpire gave me that one, and I was kind of like, I kind of like tipped my hat to him and laughed, and then he just started laughing. Another time, like, Johnny Damon had like a broken bat single and like flexed at me, like he was really buff, you know? Like as a joke, because he's yeah. hilarious, he's a total clown. Right. And I just started, I literally had to cover my face because I was laughing in the <laughs> middle of the game. So that stuff happens, but with Josh, you know, if you strike him out, he's really good. You look at him and be like, yeah, what's up, dude? Like, I own you, so Now, wait fun. a minute. <laughs> this brings, yeah, I got to ask this question. I heard a story once. Willie Mays told a story that he went up against Drysdale, came in the batter's box, and dug in and took away the line so he could get a little further back in the batter's box. Mm-hmm. And Drysdale just stood on the mound and looked at him. And as soon as he got set, he winged one right under his chin. Yeah. 
and Mays stepped back out and filled in the hole and got back in the plate and tipped his hat and got in there to bat against Drysdale. Do you have that kind of attitude? You see a guy dig in on you and you're saying, now forget you, bam, and throw one under there? Well, based on the current legislative outlook of Major League Baseball, <laughs> I'm not allowed to confirm or deny if I've ever intentionally thrown at a hitter. Um, I will say that in the past it has happened that some left-handed pitchers have thrown at right-handed batters or left-handed batters in order to intimidate them. But, um, no, I mean, there are some guys that you just have a thing that you have to go up, you know, go in there. And, and take back what they're trying to take away. And there was a guy a couple years ago, I actually I threw up and in with the intention of backing him off the plate. He didn't move. It broke his hand. He just stood there like a statue. And his he was out for the season after that. And I was like... You said such pain he I was couldn't like, move. Well, the, he was, no, it was before. No, it was before. I'm saying he just stood there uh. and like watched the ball hit his hand. It was like, <gasps> bam. And I was sitting there like on the mound, like, what? Get out of the way, idiot. Like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? So it's like, shouldn't have been standing there, man. But, um, you know, so some guys, they won't get out of the way, you know, and that's what that's the weird thing for me. Like, Kinsler won't get out of the way. He also doesn't wear any pads, which is why I respect him, because he gets way up on the dish. He doesn't wear any pads. And if a dude hits him, he, he, he'll take it and then try to steal second base. And, um, you know, that's what makes him a really good leadoff hitter. Other guys, they're like, I don't want to get hurt. And I'm like, come on, man, don't be a... Can I say, can I say bitch? Is that right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll be like, come on, don't be a bitch, you know? So, um, <laughs> like, get, like, just take one and get on first base. Uh, so some guys, some guys are more manly about that than others. And, you know, but back in the day, you used to get away with that. Now with instant replay, there's some guy in New York watching all the games. And if he deems that you threw intentionally at a guy, Oof. like it happened to me a couple years ago, when I may or may not have thrown behind a very high-priced player, um, I was fined. At the time, it was $750, which is no big deal when you're in the major leagues. But you do get fined if you get th- if you hit somebody intentionally. Back in the day, they didn't used to do that. Like, I mean, dudes would throw the bat at the pitcher and stuff if they would get in a fight. <laughs> so it's it, the landscape has changed now. And if you intentionally throw at a guy, then or seem to intentionally throw at a guy, then you get in really big trouble. I'm sorry. One more question, baseball question. <laughs> with I like with, to party. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You being with straight edge, clean living of mm-hmm. sorts, with what happened with the Hall of Fame. Right. Uh, you being a younger player, a 32-year-old player, yeah. looking at these guys that some say or some shouldn't get in, Bonds, McGuire, Clemens. What's right. your take on that, CJ? Well, to be fair, I mean, like some of those guys were so good that they would have got in anyways. Like Barry Bonds would have hit 500 home runs if he never would have done steroids. So it's like at some point there's kind of this – like forehead slap, face palm thing. Like Barry, what were you doing? Like, or why did you do that? You know, and and I don't really understand because I've never been tempted to do that. And as, when I came into the league, we were test, we were, uh, you know, we were tested all the time. So we always had steroid testing and all that stuff. So I I've always played in relatively a cleaner era than they did. So I don't understand it. So I can't sympathize with it. I can't sympathize with anybody that did steroids because, for me, it's cheating straight up. And you know, I, I never did it. I've never had a beer before, so it's like, I, I feel like there's an ethical thing there with the with the steroids because it's cheating. And some guys go home at the end of the day and they don't make the major leagues because the guy that hit the home run off him was on steroids or whatever, or they lose their spot to the guy that was juicing. You know, and that sucks. But there's plenty of guys that did it that will never get caught yep. because they were mid-level players and they might have even mm-hmm. had a nice career out of it made you know 20 or 30 million bucks maybe not the 200 that Barry Bonds made or whatever but you know it, it's it's a difficult thing and if I was a voter I probably wouldn't vote for those guys either you know I mean I don't see the point in voting for those guys because I feel like you have to have a, you have to at some point draw a line in the sand and say okay this is that and then you know cuz it's like you have guys now that 
that have never done it, that their numbers are going to be compared to, like, let's say Giancarlo Stanton, the guy from the Marlins, he could hit he could hit three or four hundred home runs. Um, he's a he's a monster, you know. But he never did anything, so it's like he or Mike Trout. Mike Trout's going to have to compare numbers True. with this other guy, you know, and and he's just a freak of nature, which like Willie Mays was, you know. So you have to respect that, and I, I feel that. You know, I guess that's why I don't get a vote. You know, I'm not a baseball writer, so it doesn't really matter. So, I mean, with the way the regulations are now, that no one can really be that much faster than anybody else. You know, like car to car, we would get you know some sort of penalty. So not only would the guy be a jerk, but then we'd have to deal with him the rest of the year, complaining that you know he's getting held back because Grandam put ballast in his car or something because he's too fast. So I'd probably not hire an asshole. So you would never hire Juan Pablo Montoya? I don't really know uh, JPM at all. You know, I'm not. I see that he always. No worries. No worries. You're very good. You're the guy down that road. You're very good. You taught him well. (laughs) No, but I really I don't know a lot of these guys. I met some of them, and you know, some some of the guys like my one of my first experiences. I was at uh, Mazda Raceway. I'm supposed to say that because I'm with Mazda, right? Uh, Laguna Seca a couple years ago for American Le Mans. And one of the drivers was walking around, and one of the officials was like, oh, hey, meet CJ. He's a huge racing fan, whatever. He races himself. And he's like, we have enough gentleman drivers in this series. I'm sick of the gentleman drivers. They are, they are they're rolling chicanes. And I was like, man, if I ever get on track with this guy, I'm going to punt his ass. Like, you won't be a, you'll, you'll be a wall and not a chicane. I will knock him out, yeah, because I was like, I just met this guy, and he's telling me. And he me, said that to your wow. face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, like, walking around, like, you know, with a camera, like a fan, and he says that, and I looked at right at the guy, and I was like, "All right, cool, like uh, whatever." And do you remember who it was? Yeah, I do remember who it was, but I'm not going to say who it Will was. You tell us off, Mike. Yeah, I'll tell you off, Mike. <laughs> okay, no problem. On. I don't think he races. Any, I mean, he's an older guy, so I don't think he's going to be racing against Ralph me. Schumacher. No, no, no. he's, yeah, he's king of ass. Really, Ralph Schumacher is the king of ass. Oh yeah. I have a really witty comeback against that, but I don't know how, you know, I thought, because I was going to say I thought Wilt Chamberlain was the king of ass, but maybe. <laughs> 10,000 of them or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ralph will be lucky to get a freaking sniff of some of Wilt's game. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, the the cool thing now is, like, with, with all the different series, you know, in America, as a as a fan, I'm able to go to Formula One races now. Nice. Able to go to NASCAR races if I if the schedule allows because they race like what 36 races. Long, Jeez, yeah. it's like the longest season ever. <laughs> and uh, you know, our our team. I'm re- baseball's not baseball. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, baseball's. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I sit here and think sometimes, I'm like, man, those NBA guys, they got it so easy. The court is like 90 feet long. It's air conditioned. You know what I mean? They play like twice or three times a week, you know? Like, man, that's the that's the most cake. Yeah, go play in Arlington, ever. you know, in July yeah, play and in August. Texas and for, you know, 80 games a year in Texas or, you know, one of those northern cities like Detroit or Minnesota where it's freezing in April and then you know, sweltering in July and then bugs everywhere, you know, <laughs> some other time of year and then rain. So, you know, it's kind of it's kind of funny. R- race car drivers have it pretty hard. A lot of these guys, they, they, they instruct in between races or they do a lot of, you know, sponsor-related activities and their training and, and everything. So it's it, racing really is all year round, too. So you're basically calling NBA guys a bunch of pussies. <laughs> no, nah, because they would probably stump me. But, um, but NFL, on the other hand, that, seriously, that's only four months. Come on. It's pretty short, but those guys, I will never say anything bad about the I'm NFL. Kidding. Otherwise, I would never want to play in the NFL because it's just it looks too brutal, and I don't want to have a concussion, you know, unless it's me hitting a wall on a formula car. So, 
Um, yeah, I mean, NBA, I think it's probably the easiest season, but being seven feet tall, like it's, you can't, you can't change that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when I'm done playing baseball, I'm a regular sized dude. I can just like cruise in like, Oh cool. I can sit in this car. I can go to this restaurant. <laughs> I can walk through the mall and like, no one's going to look at me like I'm a weirdo. But I mean, like if Kobe Bryant walks into a restaurant, like the whole restaurant snaps around and they're like, dude, this dude's six foot eight. It's obviously Kobe Bryant. Like everybody knows who he is. And I mean, he can't hide anywhere. So I mean, I, I wouldn't want to wake up out of bed at 40 years old and be like, oh, man, these, these NBA knees, you know, I wouldn't want to be dealing with Unless that. Unless you're Will Chamberlain and it's another face next to you that you wake up next You're to just you. rolling over and there's just a pile of uh, <laughs> here's just a pile of booty all over the place. Well, the last party shot is I'm, you know, being raised in Dallas. It hurt. It hurt when you came out to L.A. I mean, I'm, I've been in L.A. for 20 years. I was going to say, but, where do you live now? Well, but just, t- t- trust me, <laughs> Frank Howard and the Rangers in 1972 is my first game. So that's how far back I go. Frank Howard was a boss. He had the he, rolled up sleeves. He was like, the ass, brother. Yeah, he was really he good. He was the ass. Yeah. But Tex-Mex or California Max, you got, answer answer honestly. That's what be honest. If it's if it's uh, Garcia's in Fort Worth, yeah, I think is it TJ T. Garcia? What is it? Used to be a place. Fuzzy's Tacos next to uh, next to TCU. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, they're Fuzzy. always at a Texas Motor Speedway too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, there's some good. T- there's some good Cali SoCal. Salsa's better in Southern California, without <laughs> for question. Sure. Without for sure. question. Yeah. CJ, thanks for coming in, man. Anytime. See, where are you going to get a guy like that, CJ Wilson, talking like that on a motorsports show, Stat Man? He just stood there in the studio with us and had a good time. Yeah. We stopped only because. We stopped. We could have gone on for another half hour with probably better stuff than that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. He literally just spent 30 minutes with us. He had a charity thing coming up, and he didn't even stop to bring it up and say, hey, I really got to cut this off now. I mean, literally, it just kind of organically stopped. And you're yeah, right, right. We could have gone had we just asked more questions. Yeah. It was, he's, was just, he's just he's a real a genuine dude. Yeah, I would have loved to if we could have got some more from him on guys that he could he, he gets out or can't get out, or he throws that, or if he's ever gotten any fights in the in the game. I mean, it, it would have been cool to. He rust. was telling some good behind the scenes stuff about how they really do look at each other and, and give each other looks and give each other you know snarls and. And there's one player pitching. that will not be named that is a freak in the bedroom. Oh yeah, we're not going to. That was off mic conversation. I know it's off mic, <laughs> but there's a dude that's a freak in the bedroom, and we'll leave it at that. In fact, Russell on our Facebook page said, CJ is a douche. Russell, listen, listen to that interview. CJ Wilson has no sign of doucheness in there. He'll say that. Not at all. Online. He's probably a Rangers fan and he's mad that (laughs) CJ left or. or, Because, you know, when when you and I go to Texas Motor Speedway sometimes, there is talk of, ah, good riddance, CJ, you know, whatever. Well, it's the, it's the Southern California <laughs> attitude that he, that he has that some people take as being arrogant or egotistical when it's just kind of a, eh, okay, let it roll off your He's back. He's just laid back. Yeah, yeah he, doesn't, he doesn't let things get to him, which is cool. Freak Nation, coming up momentarily, Statman and his scat says just shut up. And in seven minutes, two-time Supercross champion Ryan Villapoto will be in here and... We'll give away tickets. Anaheim 3, Supercross race coming up Saturday night, Angel Stadium. See the tie-in there? It's pretty damn spiffy, isn't it? 
You're good evening, my fellow citizens. We heard a fan Saturday in Daytona Beach speak of the Rolex 24 as a warm-up act for the Daytona 500. You know, shut up. Just shut up. There was more action in the final hour of the Rolex 24 than most NASCAR races you'll see this year. A great race filled with some of the best drivers in the world, and they ran it like 24 one-hour sprint races. All out every minute of the 24-hour classic. Fans loved it. We were told that all the infield spaces were sold and camper spaces outside the track were filled with people who wanted to see the race. We drove through the infield Saturday night during the race and there was a buzz about sports car racing. At Sebring, there's a party with drunks and people who don't even know there's a race going on. I didn't get that feel Saturday night at Daytona International Speedway. One funny thing that did happen Saturday evening when officials brought in NASCAR star Michael Waltrip to the media center for an impromptu news conference. Half the room in Yeah, sports car racing is on the verge of another resurgence, and that sounds great. Peace. This freaking segment is brought to you by the Lucas Oil Motorsports Hour on NBC Sports Network. You'll see the best in off-road, AMA flat track, drag boats, pro pulling, enduro cross, sprint cars, and more. The Lucas Oil Motorsports Hour for real people. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extends the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and internal oil consumption in worn engines. On sale now at AutoZone. If you haven't tuned in to MAV-TV lately, you don't know what you're missing. With a fresh lineup of original programming featuring movies, action, lifestyle, comedy, and more, MAV-TV is geared up to deliver excitement the whole family can enjoy. Whether you're a motorhead, travel enthusiast, movie buff, or anything in between, MAV-TV is your new home for great programming. Stop by the MAV-TV booth in an event near you to request MAV from your provider or visit MAVTV.com. MAV-TV, American Real. Air Force Reserve present the Advanced Auto Parts Monster Jam. Brought to you by Wolverine and Shooteria. It's your last chance this year to see 16 of your favorite Monster Jam superstars, including a world champion showdown. See Wolverine, Batman, El Toro Loco, and Grave Digger, driven by Dennis Anderson. And kids' seats are still just 10 bucks. Get your tickets and pit passes at Ticketmaster in the box office. Tickets subject to convenience and heaven charges. All seats, $2 more day of show. February 9th, Angel Stadium. Rain or shine. Get ready to upgrade your car and your phone with Sony's new line of in-dash receivers featuring MirrorLink technology. Control smartphone features and apps directly from the high-res 7-inch touchscreen display. Elevate your mobile experience with Pandora App Control, Sirius XM compatibility, and additional features like Bluetooth, dual USB inputs, and CD-DVD playback. With all this integration, you won't just control your phone, you'll control the ride. Share your style with Sony's newest car audio product. Learn more at sony.com slash car. Sony, the official car audio and video of Speed Freaks. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help you get where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tell us how you're exceeding the limits on Facebook and Twitter. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Love hardwood? Get it for up to 59% less at Lumber Liquidator's Hardwood Flooring Sale. 
Bellawood pre-finished Brazilian hardwood is up to 47% less. Pre-finished birch, just $169 a square foot. Our best laminates are 20% off our already incredibly low prices. Plus, get special extended financing. Don't miss out. These unheard of deals are available only while supplies last. Hardwood flooring sale is going on now. So visit LumberLiquidators.com or get to your local store today. Hey, folks, how will you get home if a riot or natural disaster happens while traveling? If you're like me, you'll have membership with OnCall International. On the phone is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Mike, tell us about this coverage. OnCall International's deluxe membership includes all the great benefits of our annual membership, but also covers emergency evacuation due to earthquakes, volcanoes, political riots, military coups, and more. Folks, save 30% off your membership today with the code RMAXA30 at OnCallInternational.com. With over 900,000 products and 31 diverse product categories, Granger is basically an anything-you-need supply buffet. We've got everything from safety and electrical products to hardware, hand tools, and more. So you can efficiently purchase exactly what you need from one source, saving time and trouble. And just to be sure, the buffet thing was a metaphor. Please don't eat the stuff. Buy your supplies smarter. Just call, click Granger.com, or stop by a branch today. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. This freaking segment is brought to you by Lucas Oil. You want to extend the life of your car, truck, SUV, motorcycle, or boat? Then do what the Speed Freaks do. And use Lucas Oil products. Log on to lucasoil.com for more information. Lucas Oil, the official lube of the Freak Nation. No Freak Nation, really. And I am being serious. The biggest breaking news to come out of NASCAR last week was the new combo... Depending on how you look at it, Stenica, 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 right? Stenhouse, so Stenica. But there, there were also there was a, a, another version of it too. Oh, that's true because she is Danica, so you could say Stanica. Now yeah. Stenica, I think Stenica. Yeah, but good. she's the cougar in the deal, so yeah. she. Yeah, Statman busted that out. Yeah. Speaking of. Danica Patrick is dating fellow driver Ricky Stenhouse Jr. They busted it out after media week yeah, she last dropped week. The, dropped the bomb on us. Yeah. Well, to the fans that didn't know. Like you knew, Crasher? No, I was not privy, but I'm seeing a bunch of drivers going, this is like eight months old. Yeah. Old news. Come on. Not a big deal. We all knew this. And then what hearing, did Ryan Hunter Ray say when we talked to him at uh, Daytona? Oh, yeah. What was the, the question that you asked him and his response? I asked Indy 500, excuse me, Indy car champion Ryan Hunter Ray if he was dating Ricky Stenhouse Jr. And his comment was, it's Richard Stenhouse Jr. <laughs> yeah, the same thing that Danica told uh, the AP yeah. reporter who uh, bought it up during the interview. Richard. You think she calls him Richard in uh, quiet moments? Oh, but in like an English accent. Oh, no, she does not. She's yeah. as American as they come. No, yeah. but she... Cougars she, don't talk like that. Did you give any tongue? Yeah, she drops it out there. And this oh is going to be a madhouse. The... Yeah, this is going to be the only thing people talk about Daytona 500 weekend. The Daytona 500 is a bitchin' race to, to, to watch and portions of it. 
But this is going to be the first ten laps in the last. In the last ten laps, this is going to be actually. I'll watch all of it. Awake. This is going to be such a gorilla on the backs of Danica and Stenhouse Jr. about those two being together. Fox Daryl Waltrip's going to talk about it. Mike Joy's going to be forced to talk about it. Well, they're all going to be forced to talk about it. It's going to. Going to be a, a grill on the back of everybody in NASCAR because yeah. all the it was driving. a grill on the back of the guys at the twenty four hours. Yeah, I mean every there was two there were two stories that were huge in the, at the twenty four hour weekend. It was That's a big bastard. It was Stenica and Teo. Oh, Monte Teo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Of course, the- we inserted Teo as much as we could. <laughs> and according to you guys on Twitter and Facebook, you liked it. Go to speedfreaks.tv, check out the photos, go to the media page, check out the photos from the Rolex 24, and just look how many drivers were Teoing with us. Why is that such a revelation? Yeah. Manti Teo's girlfriend made an appearance a number of times with big time champions. Including the winner of the race. You yeah. heard early in the earlier in the show that the winner of the race was they've got a Rolex waiting for her to uh because she was one of the drivers that yeah, was. That's a see-through there. Rolex, just like her Sharpie. Yeah. Then why would? Dang. How do you, Statman? You're Tony Stewart. Do you see? That's what's going to happen. Tony Stewart is going to be the first one to blow an effing gasket. Oh, now we're back to the Stenica relationship with okay. with because Danica is running for Stewart Haas Racing full time in the Cup Series this year. And Tony Stewart is just going to get bombarded. But he's not going to answer the questions, especially as long as she's bringing money to his team and keeping the doors open and the lights on. No, and, and a number of drivers are that way, bringing scoots to the team. Unlike Dale Earnhardt Jr., who I think it has 13 races with an unsponsored car. Is that what we read? Sounds right. The most popular driver, at least in 2012, Dale Earnhardt Jr., it was the difference between being most popular and being most bankable. That's another. <laughs> that's another thing they were bringing up for 2013 was will Danica take over most popular driver over Dale Earnhardt Jr. No way. Really, Uh-oh. really. So you're saying right now, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Ooh, I bet it's going to be a people, battle. The people that we just spent the last four days with. Do you think they're going to take the time to say a woman is more popular than Tony or Dale Jr. or Jeff or Jimmy or anybody else? The people we just spent time with, meaning what, fans or media? Fans, media, all those, all those people that were at the, in the uh, uh, infield grilling burgers and drinking beer. And- I don't know. I just feel like she's... A polarizing figure, which actually raises her bankability, and I think that for gonna... all the people that don't like her, there are that many people that like her, and I think Dale Jr. is the exact same. I think it's going to be a battle to the end to see who's going to be most popular driver. I really no. do. No way. You want to bet dinner on it again? Sure. All right. Did she ever pay that dinner? Yeah, she, she did. Paid it. Bought me a bought me a sausage. And <laughs> <laughs> a short track. A oh, third track. Yes, I did. <laughs> she said, this is your dinner. And I said, wait a minute. Yeah, that's not what I shook hands on. Do you have it in your hand right now? All right. 
I'm choosing Danica Patrick as most popular driver in NASCAR next season. This season, 2013. So you're choosing? I'm, I'm, I'm not choosing any. I'm choosing the field. The field. Anybody but Danica. <laughs> All right. We'll go with that. That's fine. It's been Dale Jr. ABD. Anybody it's, but Danica. It's been Dale Jr. I don't know for how so many years. So what's the bet? What is the bet here in the, the Free Nation? Dinner. She said that Danica's going to be the... Uh, the most popular driver in NASCAR. What are we using as the tool to be the judge of that? The poll. No, what, the actual, I forget who sponsors it, the actual poll that comes out. Yeah. And I think they reveal it in November. So we got to wait all year long? Yeah, we got to wait till November. They'll invent something else besides dinner by the time it comes around. I'll buy you a turkey for Thanksgiving. <laughs> How's that? No, what do you... No, wait, I'm already assuming that I'm going to lose. Wait a minute, that's not right. <laughs> what are we going to bet? Dinner. Dinner at what's your favorite restaurant here in Los, Los Angeles? My favorite restaurant is different than the restaurant I want to go to. <laughs> okay, what's, where's the restaurant you want to go to? I don't know. I have to think about that a minute. I want to go to that sushi place that overlooks Hollywood. I can't remember the name of it right now. What, do you want to say the name on the ear? Yeah, it's my... One of my favorite places. Yeah, up in the hills in Hollywood. Yeah, I can't remember. Yamashiro. Right Yamashiro. Right there right we go. That's where I want to go. Right next to Magic Castle. Right next to Magic Castle. All right, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. You just you give Whoa. the name of your restaurant when you get it. No, Yamashiro's. We go to Yamashiro. Okay, Yamashiro. Okay. A deluxe dinner, Yamashiro, unlimited beverages. What a way to Adult minute. beverages, that is. Unlimited beverages where your concern could be. <laughs> <laughs> Another couple hundred dollars. <laughs> Another couple hundred dollars. <laughs> All right, limit on the adult beverages, but a very nice dinner to whoever very nice wins. Dinner to whoever wins. All right, I'm gonna be go Danica all year. Eight thirty one Pacific, Statman and Crash Gladys make a bet for dinner. ABD. Danica Patrick will become the most popular driver this year, unseating Dale Earnhardt Jr., who's won it the last forty six years. Although he's been in Cup for ten, he just didn't know it. He just didn't know yeah. it. Freak Nation, coming up in just minutes, Supercross tickets for Anaheim 3, Anaheim, California. Supercross landing at Angel Stadium. We got three pairs of tickets to give away. Keep this number handy, 8669-FREAKS, 866-937-3257. And you just might be able to see this guy. I bet we got his ass out of bed again to get him here in the Freak Nation. On the phone with his two-time winner in the 2013 Supercross season, he sits third in points. And Ryan Villapoto, the first two rounds of the season were atypical for you. For you, man, you just looked uncomfortable. What was it? What was going on in your head? What What were you guys? What did you guys change to get these last two wins, dude? No, I mean, you know, obviously Anaheim one didn't go as planned. You know, we came in, we came in ready, but um, you know, sometimes it doesn't all work out. Phoenix was we went to Phoenix. Phoenix started out to be pretty good, and I mean, you know, second. Second's good, you know. Anytime you're on the podium, it's, that's good. It's definitely not a win. You know, we're all we're obviously all out there to go for the win and, and try to win. So, but you know, with the with the fall at Phoenix and still getting second, you know, that was that was good. And then went to you know, obviously Anaheim too. Had a had a great night. Got my first win of the year there. And and then last night was uh you know pretty perfect too. So you know things are you know we got the, we got the ball rolling and we're gonna try to keep it rolling. Ryan Villapoto, two-time Supercross winner for 2013. And, and what point of the race last night, Oakland, did you say, man, I freaking got this and just started humming songs in your head? Yeah, obviously, off the start, uh, getting the whole shot helps out so much. And was able to nail that and then, 
um, you know, I kind of knew that there was some carnage, and obviously I knew who was second. I knew who kind of was third. Um, and they, you know, obviously Davey's the, the guy that's leading the points right now, so he's a, you know, he's a concern. Um, but, you know, other than that, I didn't see any of the other, you know, top top guys or the guys that concern me up, you know, in the top five. So, you know, after, after putting a few hard laps and getting the lead, I tried to just, you know, ride a consistent 20 laps and not make any big mistakes. You know, with track was really, really tough meaning that it was just it was breaking down and it was kind of soft and ruddy and you know just a whole lot of mixed conditions out there ryan villapoto two-time supercross champion joins us here in the speed freaks pits crash go ahead ryan you've said in the past that maybe you don't have the greatest style and you don't consider yourself as having the best bike control so what makes you such a consistent winner i mean obviously the season the first two races this year weren't what you would consider a consistent race but last year the year before you now what makes you a consistent winner even if you don't consider yourself maybe the best bike handler i think preparation and and just you know get, getting yourself ready during the off season and also having a, a great team behind you um you know and a great bike um you know we we, we do a lot of testing and and the team's working to to work to make the bike the best it can be um, during the off season, and then once once it's time to go racing, you, know, you can't really change a whole lot. You can do a little bit of testing for sure, but um, you know it's obviously not like the off season. So uh, you know, just preparation and a and a great team behind uh, behind me. You know, there's a special coming up with you. I believe it's on CBS Sports in a couple of weeks. And I believe the special also really touches on some of the pressures that have gone around you. And everybody's saying you've got such a glamorous lifestyle when in reality, uh-uh, there's, <laughs> there's some serious pressures going on. Can you maybe give us a sneak preview of what's talked about? Is it family life? Is it paparazzi kind of stuff? What is it? It's a little bit of everything. You know, it's obviously you get a look into how I got into, how I got into racing. Um, through my family and, and you know, growing up, uh, a little bit of the amateur side. And then as, we, as, we, as I turn pro and, and just the, the stress and, and the pressure of, of, you know, trying to, to you know, perform under, under the pressure and, and, I get you know, be the right person for, for the team or role model. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a, there's a lot, you know. So um, it should be a, a really good one-hour feature. You know, I think it's... Uh, Thank you to share a little insight to, you know, the people that don't really, you know, know the, the back end of it. You know, hopefully they'll be able to, to, to see a little bit of that and understand what we do go through and, and you know, what we have to do to, to maintain, um, you know, where we're at. Might some fans be a little shocked maybe with your relationship with your father at one time? Uh, I think so, but, I mean, I think, I mean, just ask the question to any any at the, at the time teenager or you know uh you know with how, how how's your relationship with your with your dad at, at, at the time when you guys were butting heads you know it's probably not they're gonna probably say oh well we we argued or oh we fought all the time or yeah. or oh i moved out you know so i mean it's you know it's kind of i think it's kind of normal but uh you know just depending on 
um, how bad it really was, you know? No, that's a good point because I was I was a bitch to my mom. I'm just going to flat out put it out there. I was a, a terror when I was a teenager. I can only imagine then putting the pressures of a professional sport on top of that. That had to be difficult. Villapoto, she was so bad, her mom took her G-damn driver's license away. No, she could. She took a year <laughs> away from her from getting her driver's license. She was such a bitch, man. Yeah, I, I, for every cuss word that I said, my mom took another day off of me getting my license, and it ended up being about eight months' worth. It's pretty radical, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think that's that's kind of the way it is, you know, when especially growing up, and and it's kind of it's a transition to where, yeah, you're still kind of, uh, you know, I wouldn't say a child, but you know, you know, I guess not totally, totally can't do it on your own, but in, in you know, and but you sort of can, so it's uh, you know, it's a balance that you know both sides have to to figure out. So, Ryan Villapoto, winner, second round in a row in the Supercross Series. How do you get ready for the season? Do you, or how do you stay ready for the season once it starts? Do you ride, do you, do you train on the bike, or do you train in the gym? How do you get ready for the season? Uh, everything that I did during the off season, I keep on doing, but maybe just not as heavy. Uh, riding, gym, cycling, all of it. It's all, all, we basically keep it the same, just it's not as, it's not as much or it's not as heavy. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, it's basically the, you know, kind of the same program. Is that a mountain bike or a road bike? It's both, you know, it's mountain bike and it's, it's, uh, and also road. You actually take it up in the mountains and go over the sticks on the paths and, and the rocks and all that sort of, you know, that's kind of dangerous, partner. We, in fact, we were talking. Oh, for, I mean, for, yeah, for sure, you know, but, uh, you know, I have a great company that I work with, which is specialized and, uh, you know, get get a lot of great products from those guys and, and you know, they, you know, they stand behind behind me and, and you know, I thank those guys for that because, I mean, the, the products that they that they build are, are uh, top of the line and even though I don't race mountain bikes or even road bikes, they provide me with the top of the line stuff. So that's, you know, that's very cool on there on them so you know i i I get out there and i I get to do it all on the best equipment speaking of doing it all ryan villapoto when you won your first race you couldn't call into the freak nation because you're out on some big ass boat in the ocean what the hell was (laughs) going on man yeah no it was a little bit of a it was it was one of our friends birthday birthdays so uh was able to go out there and and cruise around on on a on a boat was it a p did p p diddy size (laughs) boat 78 million dollar boat I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it was that, but it was definitely. It was a cool boat. <laughs> no way. Now that's the glamour side. That's the real glamour side of racing, right? I guess. Other than you know, obviously, I I uh, kept it clean and woke up at seven in the morning nice. the next day and went riding. Good Spe- for you. Speaking of keeping it clean, congratulations to your little brother winning the arena cross lights race. That's pretty bitching. Yeah, no, it was really cool. You know, I think he's getting his uh, feet wet in, in arena cross, and and uh, he definitely has the potential. So um, the potential and the speed, it just depended on if he can uh, if he can bring it out and, and put it on the line. So, I, you know, he's doing really well for his first year, and then he'll be back up in Canada for the outdoors. Yeah, I've heard people, Ryan Villapoto, I've heard him say that uh, arena cross doesn't translate to supercross. That arena cross is kind of its own thing. Is that is that true? Can you take a, a quality in arena cross and translate it into quality in supercross? 
It is definitely two different um, racing. You know, arena cross is much different, but racing is racing. You know, no matter what it is, if the gate drops, it's it's still racing. So you get it's you definitely can't simulate Supercross or you know arena cross doesn't simulate it, but it's probably the closest thing you're going to get to it. And and I think you know that's why a lot. Of, I think the new rule is a lot of those guys have to, or most all those guys have to come up through arena cross at least for one season. All right, Freak Nation, his name, of course, Ryan Villapoto, two-time winner, 2013, and two-time champion for Supercross, joining us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. We've got three pairs of tickets to give away to see this guy in Anaheim 3. We've got to think of something freaking twicky, tricky, tricky here uh, to, get these, to get these tickets away. We'll, you know what? We'll figure it out my time with you and your brother. Is that all right with you, Holmes? I think so. All right. Well, just turn over and go to sleep, man. It sounds like we got just got you out of bed. Well, we probably did. <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right, man. Hey, good luck to you at A3, man. Thanks for taking time out and coming to the Speed Freaks Pits, dude. Yeah, thanks, guys. You got it. Ryan Villapoto, again, two-time Supercross champion and two-time winner for 2013. Man, he's grown up quite a bit. Yeah. Remember when he first got to the majors and, yeah. you know, it was kind of – but he's, he's – a a man now you know he's, he's winning races championships that's cool it's good to hear him, see him grow up Hey, this is AJ Foyt, Speed Freaks. Uh, what? Oh. Hey, this is AJ Foyt. She wants me to sign her butt. <laughs> on the Speed Freaks, on the Speed Freaks. Real okay. quick. Right. I'm the Speed Freak, AJ Foyt. Speed Freak, what the hell I am? I'm AJ Foyt, and you listen to Speed Freaks. Hi, I'm AJ Foyt, and you listen to Speed Freaks. They also want me to sign their butt, but I won't. <laughs> Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. This freaking segment is brought to you by MAV-TV, a fresh lineup of original programming featuring movies, action, lifestyle, comedy, and more. MAV-TV is geared up to deliver excitement the whole family can enjoy. Log on to MAV-TV.com to request MAV-TV in your home. MAV-TV, American Real. Champions right here. Monster Energy AMA Supercross and FIM World Championship. Brought to you locally by Metro PCS featuring Toyota, the official vehicle of Supercross. As the gate drops in a new year, Supercross's top contenders return to Cowboy Stadium. All kids' seats are still just half price. At the box office, participating Yamaha dealers and Ticketmaster. Tickets subject to convenience and handling charges. Monster Energy Supercross. February 16th at Cowboy Stadium. Champions become legends. Get ready to upgrade your car and your phone with Sony's new line of in-dash receivers featuring MirrorLink technology. Control smartphone features and apps directly from the high-res 7-inch touchscreen display. Elevate your mobile experience with Pandora app control, Sirius XM compatibility, and additional features like Bluetooth, dual USB inputs, and CD DVD playback. With all this integration, you won't just control your phone, you'll control the ride. Share your style with Sony's newest car audio products. Learn more at Sony.com car. Sony, the official car audio and video of Speed Freak. 
Freitas. How did Garrick Freitas conquer 534 miles of the most demanding desert conditions to win this year's General Tire Vegas to Reno race? Street legal 35-inch grabber tires, that's how. Born from competition, it was the grabber's extreme traction, exceptional off-road grip, and durability that helped Freitas to the overall and Class 1500 win at the most grueling and longest off-road race in the U.S. Garrick Freitas depends on General Tire. Shouldn't you? Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Next to your car's engine, your transmission is the second most important component of your car. If it's not properly maintained, your car may not shift properly. By adding Lucas Transmission Fix to your transmission, it cleans and lubricates sticking valves for proper shifting, renews worn bands to stop slipping, stops most seal leaks, will not void new car warranties, contains no harmful solvents. Lucas Transmission Fix, on sale now at AutoZone. Enter the next generation of TV programming. The all-new MAV-TV delivers a fresh lineup of original programming featuring nail-biting action sports, heart-pounding motorsports, exotic travel destinations, side-splitting comedy, and an impressive lineup of modern-day movie hits and Hollywood classics. MAV-TV delivers a variety of content that you won't want to miss. So stop by the MAV-TV booth at an event near you to request MAV from your provider or visit MAVTV.com. MAV-TV. American Real. Our buyers negotiated the best deals of the season on the best floors, and they're all priced to move at Lumber Liquidator's January liquidation sale. Our best laminates and vinyl wood plank are 20% off our already incredibly low prices. Gunstock Oak pre-finished hardwood, one of America's most popular hardwoods, is just $2.69 a square foot. Plus, get special extended financing. These deals will not last. January liquidation sale is going on now, so visit LumberLiquidators.com today and find your local store. Ladies, are any of these symptoms familiar? Weight gain, hot flashes, rapid heartbeat, night sweats? How about fatigue, nausea, low energy? Or what about sleeplessness, low libido, and fat storage, especially around the belly area? If you're a woman over 40 experiencing any of these symptoms, you probably have hormonal imbalance. And until you balance your hormones, it'll be practically impossible to get rid of these problems. But you're in luck because Ambrin is the all-natural formula clinically shown to cause sustained weight loss in women over 40 with no big change in lifestyle. Ambrin restores hormonal imbalance in women over 40, so the extra pounds fall away and the other symptoms simply disappear. To receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a free 30-day supply, just be one of the first 50 callers right now at 1-800-525-2563. Free supplies are limited, so be one of the first callers right now at 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. This freaking segment is brought to you by Fat Heads, the only eyewear for men with all sizes of heads. Pick a pair up now at Walmart Vision Centers or on their website at fatheads.com and include the coupon Speed Freaks for 25% off. That's Fat Heads with a Z. Fat Heads, the official eyewear of Speed Freaks. Back with the Freaks, Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, and as we do every freaking Sunday night, we close out the show, well, we try to at least, with not much motorsports. Not much motorsports. Not much motorsports. Helio or Helio. Not, not, not. Well, not only that. Much, much, much. And head the party. Douchebags. Not much motorsports. The Freaks. Not much motorsports. 
we got a couple of minutes to devote to a man who lost his nose will grow a new one. <laughs> will grow a new one on his arm, which would come in handy to who was the dude that Lorena Bobbitt cut the freaking cut his penis off? Was it was it John Bobbitt? Right. A man who lost his nose to cancer is growing a new one on his arm. Scientists are using the unnamed man's bone marrow cells to grow a new nose on two nose-shaped scaffolds in the lab. Professor Alex Seifelin, University College of London, told Focus magazine that an extra nose is being made just in case someone drops one. What? Okay. Once the noses are fully grown, one of them will be implanted in the skin on the man's arm, which will give the nose some skin. Excuse me, sir. Is that a nose on your arm? I'm just happy to see. <laughs> Smell this. Oh, yeah. Since Tony Kanaan is always in love with his nose, why did we not think to bring that up with him? I don't know. He's a nose that knows. Who, again, if you lose your freaking manhood in a, in a knife, knife fight? fight, just grow one on your arm, stat man. Look That's into my arm. I've got a nose. Arm. Yeah, right. A nose and a penis. Don't and mind another finger. Don't mind that dude over there as my girlfriend humps his arm. Oh, God. As she smells what he's cooking. Yeah, yeah, you grow a nose on one arm and a penis on the other. Statman. What's that line that uh, the rock? Yeah. You smell what the rock is cooking. And on that note. For Jerry up in San Francisco, Triple F, Crash Gladys, my name's Kenny Sargent. Shoot the juice to the moose and stat man. Got it, Luke. See ya. All right. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Not all V-Twins are the same. But it only takes one oil brand to keep them running smooth and strong. Lucas. No matter the size, shape, attitude, or how you ride it, Lucas Motor Oils are specially blended with Lucas technology to improve performance and life of your V-Twin. At Lucas, what you put in your V-Twin keeps what you put on it moving forward. Lucas Oil, available at quality motorcycle retailers. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help you get where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tell us how you're exceeding the limits on Facebook and Twitter, because with General Tire... Anywhere is possible. So you want to lose weight, huh? Tell me about it. Hey, it's Crash Gladys. I live on the road and find it hard to eat clean and stay fit. But I've created an accountability group to help me do just that. And I need you to join me. Go now. Sign up for free. Racetobefit.com. Join my team. Let's help each other to eat right, work out, and have fun. I need you to hold me to my goals, and I bet you need me to do the same. I'm a P90X certified trainer, but I can still find excuses to not work out. Let's do this together. Racetobefit.com. P90X, Insanity, Turbo Fire, Shakeology, and more. Racetobefit.com. 
If you haven't tuned in to MAV-TV lately, you don't know what you're missing. With a fresh lineup of original programming featuring movies, action, lifestyle, comedy, and more, MAV-TV is geared up to deliver excitement the whole family can enjoy. Whether you're a motorhead, travel enthusiast, movie buff, or anything in between, MAV-TV is your new home for great programming. Stop by the MAV-TV booth in an event near you to request MAV from your provider or visit MAVTV.com. MAV-TV, American Real. Lori, can you believe it's our eighth season of Doing Donuts on Race Talk Radio? Doesn't feel like a day over 20 years. All the fans' favorite racetalkradio.com shows are coming back. All we're missing is a clever slogan for the new year. Do you have any ideas? Okay, how about this? Racetalkradio.com, holding Lori Monroe hostage since 2006. Now that's a catchy slogan. From NASCAR to the grassroots, Racetalk Radio is also the online home for the Speed Freaks every Sunday night. Freak Nation, one size does not fit all, especially when it comes to your eyewear. Fatheads gets that and is the only eyewear for men with all sizes of heads. Fatheads has a huge selection of sleek, stylish, and affordable sunglasses and prescription eyewear for your oversized noggin. Pick a pair up now at Walmart Vision Centers or on their website at fatheads.com. That's fatheads with a Z. And right now, drop Speed Freak's name in the coupon code and get 25% off your purchase. Fatheads, the official eyewear of Speed Freaks. Running a facility, chances are managing inventory isn't your favorite part of the day. Stocking and tracking, ordering and organizing, all necessary evils eating up your time. That's why Granger's Keep Stock services help you manage your inventory more efficiently, from basic labeling and scanning to secure dispensing machines, putting you in total control, often allowing you to buy less, making things seem, well, not so evil anymore. Contact your Granger representative or visit Granger.com slash Keepstock today. Granger for the ones who get it done. Our buyers negotiated the best deals of the season on the best floors, and they're all priced to move at Lumber Liquidators January Liquidation Sale. Our best laminates and vinyl wood plank are twenty percent off our already incredibly low prices. Gunstock oak pre-finished hardwood, one of America's most popular hardwoods, is just two sixty-nine a square foot. Plus, get special extended financing. These deals will not last. January liquidation sale is going on now. So visit LumberLiquidators.com today and find your local store. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined.